0: Welcome to Boing Boing Gadgets. In each episode of Boing Boing Gadgets, our gadgety podcast, we recommend things that we actually love and use. I'm Shani Jardin, and I'm joined today by Boing Boing's co-founder, Mark Frauenfelder, and our publisher, Jason Weisberger. Jason and Mark, hello.
1: Hey there. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year to you. Uh, what, what kind of gadgets figured in your holiday and New Year festivities?
2: Well, for me, it was a a lot of different cooking gadgets because we, you know, enjoy preparing food all the time. But then on the holidays, we do a lot of that. So Mm. a lot of the things we talked about, I mean, I was using my my pressure cooker combination slow cooker like crazy. Using Mm. that little food processor that you recommended, the uh, Cuisinart. Um, And uh, uh, there's some other one that I use a lot right now that. That escapes me, but uh, <laughs> keeping busy with, with, with kitchen gadgets and, and uh, also uh, buying. A, I'm really I've I've really been getting into um, uh, the silicone cooking utensils because they oh man yeah they're they're resistant to high temperature nothing sticks to them they're flexible so you can like scoop and scrape without worrying about scratching the your cookware it's really mm-hmm. great stuff.
0: And you, Jason, you took uh, an ill-fated but interesting trip in your 1987
1: Westie VW van. Yeah, I spent my holidays deep inside the barely functional uh, innards of my Volkswagen van.
0: (laughs) Well, there's a gadget for you. Okay, well, we we have uh, somewhat smaller gadgets than a 1987 VW Westphalia van to talk about today. Mark, let's start with you. Uh, I see that you have chosen a light bulb.
2: I've chosen a light bulb, and it's, a, it's an LED light bulb, which are becoming pretty commonplace. I think most of our light bulbs in the house now are LED. I really like them a lot more than the compact fluorescent bulbs. Um, this one was kind of cool. I was looking for a, a new, uh, several light bulbs, and this was one that just popped up randomly on, on Amazon. It's a color-changing LED light bulb, and you can control the color with a little remote control unit that's supplied with it. And it's got like, I think it has like 16 uh, colored buttons on it. And each button represents the color that the LED light bulb changes to. And That's so, so cool. It's really cool. And, and the amazing thing is it's only $13. Uh, you know, a lot of LED bulbs cost $13 already. But this one has the wireless and it can change colors. And I got it um, for my 11-year-old daughter, Jane, because she has a, a really large white paper globe that hangs from the ceiling that that she that has a light bulb in it. And that's the light she uses for reading and, and everything like that. The switch is in a really inconvenient place for her. There's not a wall switch to control. There's just a switch on the cord. And I ended up like nailing it to her bedside table. And it's still not easy to reach. So anyway, with this thing, you can turn the bulb on and off with the remote. So she just has it right there on her bedside table. She loves it. I am like kind of amazed at how... How much she loves playing with it! It's like every night for the last week she plays with all the different colors, and I even think that one of the colors is kind of like almost like a black light or ultra ultraviolet because it wow. uh, makes some of her posters and some of the paintings that she has in the room like pop in in color in, in a way that reminds me of being fluorescent. It's that a is ton too of fun. Cool. Yeah, we love this thing.
0: You know, one thing that I've been getting into recently is shifting the light in my home to orange amber tones after the sun sets. Um, You know, the actual sun and the actual sky. (laughs) So I've bought some different uh, bulbs. I I wanna spend more time with them before I review any of them or share them on the podcast. But my little trick, my little hack to help me sleep better is that I use um, that app called F-Flux or Flux on my Mac. Oh yeah. To, to modify the light temperature and make it warmer. And then I have these, they're just basically like party bulbs and they're uh, orange or amber. And my question to you, Mark, is uh, have you have you thought of, of like doing that with these m- modifiable LED bulbs and choosing, say, a, a warm tone for your evening?
2: Yeah, we actually have. One thing I should say about the bulb is it's not super bright. So I would not have it use it like in, in all of our rooms for a regular illumination um, it works perfectly as like a, a secondary light in Jane's room the one that sh- that hangs over her bed um, but I did tell her because I'm also like concerned about like blue light kind of resetting your clock and your your mm-hmm. biological clock in the mornings so I said you know if you want to turn it on at night because sometimes she likes to sleep with uh, you know she wakes up in the middle of the night and likes to turn on a night light I said use kind of the orange color or yeah. the red color and she she does that um one other thing that reminds me of this shenny um is that carla uh is it has insomnia and so she ended up buying some some orange plastic glasses they kind of look like the glasses that bono wears
0: yes i've um, seen those
2: yeah and those seem to help too and they mm-hmm. uh, i think that uh they actually look pretty cool they don't look dorky or anything <laughs> she hasn't gone out shopping in the evening or like that but um what she'll usually do is, you know, around eight o'clock, she'll put mm. those on, and uh, mm. I, I, you know, we haven't really—I I can't objectively say that that they help or not. But you know, uh, I feel, and I. Are feel you like, sleeping better? <laughs> <laughs> I am for some reason.
0: I feel like. Uh, complex problems like insomnia depression addiction my theory about these kinds of complex problems is that they are a combination of many factors and we can't know exactly which factors are the primary cause sometimes but we can tweak the algorithm by uh, improving as many controllable factors as we can. I feel that way about cancer, too. You know, my drinking green juice every day may or may not prevent a recurrence, but I think it helps me. And and there's lots of other, you know, I walk, I I eat certain kinds of foods, I reduce certain kinds of stress. It, it's like if, if we experiment with things like the glasses that you're talking about in ways that don't harm us or introduce any new risk, um, I, I just feel like that's a good uh, way to, to live life.
2: I agree completely, Shani. A lot of these complex problems, they're, they're more than one thing that's that's making them uh, happen. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a, a matter of like finding the right balance, adjusting things, and, and doing the best you can.
0: Well, I love the sound of that light bulb.
2: There's also, I mean, there's a thing, so this is, perhaps now crazy, crazily,
1: strangely, tangentially on topic. But a thing happens just in blogging normally uh, on Boing Boing, as we do, that I often think of things that people, as we get into the world of, say, uh, um, homeopathy on Boing Boing, or any solutions that people might find that are not scientifically strongly proven, I always feel really averse to sharing them. Um, things that um, just in the world of placebo is known to be so strong, and if something does work for you, you should enjoy it and use it because it's working for you. Um, but I always feel so like you know so pushed away from sharing any of those things. Like earlier this week, Jenny, I was talking to you about you know um, emu oil that I will use for my hands when they hurt, yeah, um, and things like the you know the orange colored glasses. I don't know if there's a, a, you know, if there's great science behind it or not, but if you find, if Carla finds that it's working for her, why should she not do that?
0: I really, I got to say though, Jason, I don't understand how you can in good conscience, promote a project, a product that uh, requires the juicing of tiny, adorable emus, thousands and thousands of emus. Well, the thing is they
1: squeeze the juice out and then they let them go play.
0: (laughs) Well, on that note, uh, Jason, let's get to your, your fun filled pick next. The control freak. Oh, yeah. Well, combat joystick extenders. Is this a sex toy?
1: Uh, no, unless your Xbox is where you go, f- uh, for a surrogate sex. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> it sounds so naughty.
1: Yeah. In the world of, uh, hand pain, uh, I suffer from a lot of it. I work on, uh, a computer keyboard have for over 20 years, Uh, I suppose you guys uh, suffer from some of the similar things. The keyboard has taken such a toll on me over the years. And I've also enjoyed playing video games um, for most of my life, as well as just working with kind of small, fine tools and instruments. There was a time for me where I really liked tying flies, and my hands would hurt really bad. Um, I found with the Xbox, um, in the world of playing video games, that these guys, Control Freak, uh, had kind of the brilliant idea to make a joystick topper. It's just a little button that clicks uh, on top of the joystick of my Xbox controllers, as you can see in the photo, and it extends the uh, height of the controller just a little bit and makes the controller fit my hand very, very much better. Um, They've got these joystick extenders in varying sizes, so um, if you are like most people, you have different sized hands from everybody else, uh, you can pick sizes and combinations that work well for you. People claim, uh, there are claims I have read online that this will somehow improve your gameplay. Clearly, I'm talking uh, more concerned with just how the joystick fits in my hand and how my hands feel after playing with the thing for an hour or so. Uh, the carpal tunnel injuries, tendonitis really hits me quickly over the years. And having these extenders on the joysticks... B- Helps hold that off. I can uh, walk away from having played Xbox with my niece or my brother-in-law
2: for a while and not be in pain. So I- I'm, I'm I'm guessing that there are two advantages to using these. One is that you're getting more leverage because the uh, it adds height to the the stick, and and uh, if I recall, force times distance equals equals the leverage. So you're getting more. Yep. more And then the other thing is that. They, they look, they're rubberized or something, so they're textured so that you don't need to apply as much downward pressure to, to be able to control the things with your thumb.
1: Well, the, um, they're covering a rubberized or textured surface from Microsoft. However, I will tell you that the quality of this rubber and the pattern, the concave um, nature of the surface, is better than the Microsoft one. Um, I don't find that it actually hurts my thumb tip after a bit. On the Microsoft uh, top that is underneath these buttons, I would feel after 15 to 20 minutes of play, kind of the skin wanting to separate from the fatty layer underneath it, um, these, I'm not getting that kind of a blister or, uh, or a wound. And yes, the, the longer, you know, the longer length of the lever, the, the, from the top of the joystick down to the, you know, to its base, um gives you more distance there's there's a longer range of motion as you move your thumb around i um, swinging the joystick so i was able to step my sensitivity up on the xbox from where i was playing without these things at around six to where i now play at ten and so i can turn and move much quicker theoretically this helps me but i don't notice myself playing any better than i was before it's it's for me it is more about hand pain however oh. the people who use much longer ones um Uh, they're supposedly very good for games where you need to have a really precise control like sniping in a first-person shooter or other things
0: so uh, it sounds like a lot of your lifestyle hacks right now have to do with minimizing hand stress
1: yeah or doing I've been doing a number of things that I think uh, give me tendonitis and I don't want to stop doing them but I'm constantly working on a keyboard. I've been playing with my niece and my brother-in-law on the Xbox a bit. And then all the tools and things when I was trying to work on that damn Volkswagen, I felt like I had sprained my hands um, playing with wrenches over the holidays. Um, So little things everywhere that I can do them uh, that help me are great. These little button toppers, I don't know, it's not a complete solution, but it helps a little bit and it's wonderful. You know, I wear wrist braces and all kinds of things.
0: Very cool. Well, the gadget that I selected for this week is—it's kind of boring sounding, but it's—it's. It's, uh, let me put it this way: my little godson Ripley—he likes to call himself Rips. I'll call him Rips too. Uh, he, his mom, my friend Tara Brown, caught him uh, in a little, a little iPhone video the other day. Uh, Rips had decided, Rips is at four going on five, and he dis- he says he wants to make an invention, and his mom asks him, what invention would you like to make? And he said, I want to make something, uh, a robot to wirelessly power up all of the gadgets, like uh, iPhones and iPads and laptops. And his mom asks him why, and he says, so people can use them. Power is such a tricky problem uh, and especially when we're traveling. So I was stoked when I saw that Amazon was offering a uh, like a one day lightning deal on a product called the FOTIVE, P-H-O-T-I-V-E, multi USB charger. And uh, I was just checking today as we were starting our podcast, it's still super discounted. The, the item is normally uh, 50 bucks and it's uh, 15 bucks. So basically it's a, 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 a as the title says it's a multi-USB charger that has uh, 25 watt, five port. You can charge up to five devices all at the same time. So I can charge my iPad, uh, my iPhone, Android devices. I have some different Bluetooth speakers around the house. I can charge them at the same time. It's it's really cool. Um, and I'm trying to organize my workspace when I travel and when I'm at home so there's not a big spaghetti nest um and so uh, so i can um not have to have this kind of crazy race to find different wall ports in the hotel room where i'm in i just i want everything to plug into one place so um i just got this and uh, i'm going to be using it on a road trip over the next few days and I'll report back. But yeah, if if this sounds like something that would fill a hole in your life, <laughs> as far as your your functionality and your neatness, from forty nine ninety five down to fifteen ninety five, you'd save thirty four bucks, and uh, it it's uh, very 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 highly rated, like almost one two three four five stars. Yeah,
1: these things are wonderful. I have one um, while. Well, you know the difference between how you organize your life and I organize mine is mine is a is a snake's nest of cables um, on the corner uh, in my living room, but it lets everyone who comes over <laughs> can find a cable that will charge their device. Uh, yeah. In fact, it came out the, the first time I plugged it in was during the uh, boing boing meeting when we were all here for a couple days,
0: mm-hmm. and I,
1: right now I have two old-style iPad, um, one of the new iPhone 6, 5-style chargers out of it, as well as, I think, a micro USB. And there's a whole bunch of other cables next to it so that you can just sort through and quickly plug things in. Mm-hmm. But it's wonderful because everything is always charged up. I know where to take things in the house if I want to go and charge them. It's really great. I haven't taken it with me on a trip, but... Um, but, it, it, I mean, it's great. And $15 is a bargain price. I know that I paid quite a bit more for the one that I've got.
2: I just, yeah. I'll just i have to report back, too, because I just, just bought one, too. I mean, <laughs> at this price, it is, it's is—it's really... It's crazy, crazy, right? Yeah, it's so cool. And, and it, uh, it,
0: it looks like it's really good for international travel as well. Ten, 110, 220 volt input voltage. Ooh. And uh, a, as I mentioned, you can... Power up, uh, you know, your Kindle, Bluetooth headphones, portable speakers—basically anything that sucks power in from a USB cord, you can charge up.
1: Right, and it also s- senses what um, charging capacity or what charging draw your device will take, and it feeds it that. So an iPad will charge up at full iPad charging speed, mm-hmm. rather than putting an iPad on an iPhone charger and it takes two days to charge. Were the you going
2: to cor- say? Oh, I, I was going to say the other great thing about it is that. The uh the USB ports are not directly connected to the the prongs that you plug into the AC outlet. What I'm saying is there's like a there's a cord that right. plugs into the AC outlet. So you can then set that on the desk or bedside table That's if right. you're in a in a hotel because I was just in a hotel with Carla and like the only place to plug in the charger was behind the bed table and I had to like unplug the <laughs> clock radio. And then it's really hard <laughs> to get cables in and out. This you pop it on the desk, we can plug everything in. Um it just, this is, I'm I'm I can't not wait to get this and take it with me. We, we were in Arizona <laughs> couple, l- last year. I was in Arizona for Thanksgiving. At my my parents have a house in Arizona. I was there uh, with my kids. My sister was there with her kids. Everybody mm-hmm. brought their stuff, and my dad was like checking out the the uh, the access Wi-Fi access point. And he's like, "Good God, there are 25 devices connected to the, the access point right now." <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so... Yeah,
0: yeah I, I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, it's a new year, we're thinking and talking a lot about how to make our lives less cluttered. They, I, I was reading some article this week, I might even, I might blog it, but there's some there's something about uh, the link between depression and clutter in your space. Uh, there was one study suggesting that clutter causes depression. Uh, again, I go back to this idea that I have that life is sort of an algorithm and for me if I have a desk or a mobile workspace in a hotel or in a cafe that's just sort of visually a mess it it bothers me it becomes something that every time my brain looks at that mess my brain wants to fix the problem and I, I find that when my surroundings are harmonious free of clutter my mind is also free to focus on really cool things like blogging animated cat gifs on Boing Boing.
2: <laughs> I totally agree, Shenny. Sometimes when my desk gets really cluttered, but I like don't feel like I have time to tidy, I will just put, just clean every single thing off my desk into a plastic bin and then stick nice. it in the garage and then deal with it later. Nice. And then my desk is clean and it really makes a huge difference. You're right.
0: Mm hmm. Well, I wish all of our listeners out there a very happy, clutter-free, and fulfilling new year. And I hope that if you enjoy this Gadgets podcast that we try to do just about every week, that you'll give us a friendly review on iTunes. It helps us. And, uh, you know, drop us a line or send us a, a tweet or a Facebook comment and let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. Maybe if you have experienced uh, something interesting with a tool, doesn't even have to be something brand new that you can buy on Amazon or in a store or whatever. Um, We're we're always interested in learning new things about how to get more functionality out of devices that you might already have. So thanks a lot for listening and and, uh, we will have details about everything that we've talked about in this podcast, all our items and our show notes at boingboing.net. Mark and Jason, I hope you guys Have a wonderful, wonderful new year, and thanks for dorking out together.